Welcome to Frontline Medic Podcast. Susanne Axelsson here, and I am your host for this podcast, brought to you by Frontline Magic in partnership with Ask Nicely. Ask Nicely is your number one frontline success platform with everything your frontline teams need to delight every customer every time. If you want to get the latest insights from the Frontline Magic community, make sure to sign up for our latest newsletter at frontlinemagic.org. In this episode, we are talking to Samantha Gadd from New Zealand, who is the founder of Humankind and Employment Experience Design School. Samantha is obsessed with the employment experience and knows the benefit of a good employment experience and what it gives to your customer experience in the end. So tag along as we uncover what it takes to build a business culture where people feel connected to the business purpose and enjoy showing up at work. Thank you so much, Samantha, for taking time today to talk with me. I'm really pleased to have you here on this podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. So my name is Samantha Gadd. I am the founder of Humankind and also of Employee Experience Design School. I'm Wellington, New Zealand, born and bred, and also a mum to three boys. I'm obsessed with employee experience and have spent the last 10 plus years growing businesses in this space. So really excited to, to chat with you about this today. So you've been working in the HR human resource field for a while. What was it that got you into that? Yeah, it's a great question. I went to Victoria University in Wellington. And when I went there, I really didn't know what I wanted to do with my career. But I remember doing a human resources paper at university. And immediately when I was in that paper, I actually just knew that I was going to spend the rest of my career. I remember thinking that I loved the mix of people and business. And so really, it was kind of learning a little bit about this career at university. I don't think anyone at school knows what HR is. So it was certainly something I learned at uni. And from then on, I've just had yeah, a few HR jobs before growing multiple businesses in this space and still love it as much as I did when I first came across it, albeit my views on HR had changed dramatically over the years. Yeah, yeah. And if you, so Frontline Magic is all about empowering frontline leaders to then empower their people to create a better experience for the customers. What would you say as a good employee experience and how do they link together? Yeah, it's employee experience, in my view, is very holistic. I mean, I think a good employee experience is very deliberate. So it's when employees are connected to the purpose and the strategy of the organization. And it doesn't matter what role someone is in, whether they are cleaning up after employees at the end of the day or they're in an administration position or a leadership position. Every employee should know what the purpose of the organization is and who the organization is setting out to help and how, and also what that individual's role is in in contributing to that bigger strategy. It's really important that people have that connection to the bigger picture. Also, I think a great employee experience looks like having really meaningful connections in the workplace. Do individual employees have great connections with their peers, with their leader, between their team and other teams? Those relationships and connections are what keep us really happy at work. And I think particularly for frontline customer service people, this one, this next one's really relevant, but great employee experience means that your employees are really enabled with the right tools, with the right systems and processes, with the right access to data so that they can make great decisions when working with customers. If people feel really enabled in their job with systems and processes and tools and 
technology that makes things seamless, then of course they're having a great experience, which directly impacts the customer experience. Those are just a few things that come up for me when I think about what a good employee experience looks like. Great. And I think in today's world, especially with when we're talking about frontline workers, a lot of companies are struggling really hard when it comes to retention of the staff and actually keeping them in their jobs. What do you think or what have you seen are some of the kind of like main struggles and what people can change to prevent that? It is so challenging out there for organizations and leaders today. And I think the last two years have just caused so many people around the world to have a massive rethink about their lives. So much has changed. I think that employees are seeking more. They're really wanting to be connected to who they're helping and the difference that they're making. And I think employees also are looking to be recognized as unique individuals at work. It's really important for leaders to get to understand every unique person on their team. A lot of this stuff doesn't actually cost much money, but it does really require a deliberate effort and focus. And I think if I would say one thing that employers can do to change this retention issue that they're having or maybe stop the high attrition that they're having is ask their people, ask employees what's missing or why did employees join their organization and the ones that are sticking around, why are they staying so that they can double down on those efforts? At the end of the day, employees know what's missing. It's not all on the shoulders of leaders and organizations to figure out how to solve that problem by themselves. And I think we need to trust that the people in our organizations actually have got really good ideas about how to, how to improve things. Yeah, and how do you have some examples of organizations that have been doing some great improvements or implemented a tool or something similar that really transferred that in the business? I think there's so many different things that employers can do to make employees happy. And I, I would say the first thing is to figure out what is going to make your employees happy because any examples that I might give today might not be relevant for your people. But some great examples are if you've got a team of people or a group of people that are really motivated by career development and learning and growth, you might do a project to really identify what are the career pathways for people? How do people grow and develop both in their roles and across other roles in your organization? That might be a real focus for you. If your people really value recognition, you might do a program of work to create an award ceremony and really call out and celebrate great achievements on a regular basis. So those are just a, like a couple of different ideas. I think at the end of the day, one tool, one piece of technology might not be the silver bullet, but it's really figuring out what drives your people and why in your organization and what's going to contribute to them feeling more engaged on a daily basis. And if you think about the experience that you deliver to the customers, what do you think is different between an experience that is average and one that is really on top I think as customers, all of us are customers, right? Yeah. And we know that the great experiences that we have are probably highly personalized. They feel very much like an experience that's been designed for us. And we only need to open our phone and look at our social media feed to realize that things are hyper-personalized these days. And when we enter into an experience that doesn't feel fit for us as an individual, it feels clunky and it just doesn't feel that enjoyable. And I think that's exactly the same for employee experience, frankly. Average experiences look like a one-size-fits-all, whereas great customer experiences are personalized. And the reality is we are all customers in our personal lives. We're getting used to better customer experiences. So therefore, that those expectations transfer into the workplace. And as leaders and organizations, we need to understand that 
if our employees are having great experiences in their personal lives, they're going to want better experiences in their own lives as well. So that's a real challenge for us because the bar does keep lifting in our personal lives. So if we look on future trends, a lot of change has come just the last few years with the pandemic and everything. But do you feel like that's where the industry is going, that it needs to be more personal, personalized from each individual in the workplace? Or what's your thought on like the future of, of human resource? Yeah, I think the last two years have been so wonderful for our industry because we've essentially been pushed very quickly 10 or 15 years ahead. And what I would say is that we can't like rest on our laurels now just because we've been pushed into the future. It doesn't mean we're there yet. Um, People keep talking about the future of work. The reality is we are in the future of work. I think that workplaces are trying to become more and more human centered. So that is looking at what individuals um, and groups of individuals in your organizations need. They're using it by doing that by taking a data-led approach. What is the information that we have about our people and what can we learn from that? And also using a design-led approach. So designing experiences with people. Alongside that is that constant iteration. So making sure that once we have something in place, we don't just think, okay, we're done, sweet, move on to the next thing. And it's constantly looking for ways that we can iterate and improve that experience, just as we would for our customers. We never think it's done with customer experience. So it's exactly the same with employee experience. So I think it's about continuing to ask, continuing to look for that data, never standing still. And really the HR agenda should be shaped as much around what the organization needs as what the employee needs. And often what you'll find is that what employees need is actually what the organization needs. So I feel like my perspective is that it's been flipped a little bit inside out, whereas HR agendas and strategies used to be based really only what the organization needs. And now we're starting with what employees need, which happens to be what the organization needs. So that's a few thoughts from me. Yeah. So when it comes to deliver a great customer experience, how do you think that manifests itself on the habits and the culture of the business? I think an organization that has a culture of great customer experience will more than likely be investing the same amount, if not more, employee experience because they probably understand that without great employee experience, it's almost impossible to deliver great employee experience. And it's about what you celebrate, what you reward, what you incentivize, or how is customer experience really part of the DNA of that organization? And I think you, we only need to think back in our own experiences to the last poor customer experience that we had. And you can almost guarantee that that drives back to a bad employee experience. The one I'm thinking in my mind right now, our national airline is having a really challenging time. We're really short staffed and everyone is waiting two plus hours on the phone to be even answered before they get on to a customer services representative. And I really feel for them because they've got an amazing brand and amazing organization. But the reality is those poor employees are having a very tough time now, aren't they? Like they're in a very short staffed environment. And that of course has a major knock-on effect to customer experience. In terms of the culture, I think it's focusing as much on, if not more on the employee experience to deliver that customer experience. Yeah. And if you would describe the most important attribution of a great employee, what would that be? Ah, Most important attribute. Personally, I believe this is something around passion. I I think if employees have got real passion for what they do and the role that they play in the organization, it gives them that grit. So when things get tough or a person has a problem, they are willing to go the extra mile to solve that problem and they feel that real sense of satisfaction of doing a great job. I have got a real fundamental belief that's always been with me for my entire career that people should love what they do. And 
I we spend way too long at work not being in a role that we love. And so as an organization and as a leader, I've always been really clear that people should have the career that they want and really and really love their daily work. And if they don't, then maybe they should find something else because it's not good for anyone if people aren't happy in their role. And I think every role, no matter if it's frontline or something else, can have that passion. And yeah. it's up to the leaders to really connect them connect those individuals and those teams to the difference that they are making on a daily basis for that organization. And those frontline people are critical because they are the face of our brands. So if we don't have, if we haven't done a good job as leaders of connecting them into the importance of their position and the impact that they're having on a daily basis mm. towards the, overall strategy, the purpose and everything. Yeah. That's our responsibility to do a yeah. good job of that. Yeah, great. Do you have do you have a tool or a handbook or like a mental model that you use to to really drive a better employment experience that you will be able to share? Yeah, it's a great question. I'm going to go with something super simple here. I think that great employee experiences, if you're a leader, it's actually really about our mindsets. And as leaders, we've always been taught or expected to have the answers and to be able to solve problems. And so the mental model or the mindset that I would keep front of mind if I'm a leader trying to do better for employee experience, is it's a mindset called design with. And it's not something that probably comes very naturally to many leaders because we feel that responsibility to design for or solve for people. But if we take that design with mindset, which is all about asking lots of questions, having a really open mind, not having the answers before we go into those conversations and really believing that the answers sit in the people that are in front of us, it's incredibly powerful. And if anyone is also a trained coach, they'll know from having those coaching conversations and asking the questions that when people come up with the answers themselves, the ownership and the energy around that is just palpable. It's so much more powerful than if a leader tells people what the answers are. Yeah, design with is a mindset that I keep front of mind all of the time. Yeah, great. That's awesome. That's it ties back to growth mindset as well. Like really being open and listen and learn from each other. Totally. If a company wants to create a better experience for the customer or their employees, what is one simple thing they could start with today that would create a long-term difference? Yeah, I might sound like a little bit of a broken record, here, <laughs> but I would say that the first thing and the one thing that you can do that would make a big difference is to ask your people. And it's really super simple. So asking your people like why they joined your organization, why they stay, what they love, what's getting in the way, really simple questions here. This is not rocket science, but what we'll find is that actually most employees have never, ever been asked. And I can almost guarantee in frontline roles, this would even be even more so the case that employees have never been asked what would make a difference. And even the process of asking is incredibly empowering and it really does create great engagement. I would highly suggest starting with talking to your people about what they think the biggest difference, what they think might be the biggest difference. Great. And why do you think as so many companies are like afraid of asking that question? I think that there's this mental model that people are scared because they think employees are going to ask for things that are unreasonable or they believe employees, I don't know, like on a completely different page to the organization. And what I found throughout my career and having businesses in this space and seeing multiple projects where leaders and employees are asked if they're aligned on something like flexible working is a great example right often leaders think that employees are going to be really unreasonable and it's actually just not the case but employees want what's best for the organization too so 
I think taking that fear away and believing that employees are not going to be unreasonable and are going to have really great ideas. I think, yeah, it's where we need to be. And I think that, yeah, leaders need to get rid of that fear and also get rid of their ego that they have to have the answers and go for it and ask their employees and just see how it goes because I can guarantee it's a great experience for both the leader and the employee. Yeah, awesome. So do you have a quote that you live by? Something that I live by and it's held me very well throughout my business journey is that this kind of concept that everything only lasts for a moment. And when I think about everything only lasts for a moment, lasting for a moment, that includes the highs and the lows. So if I've had a big win or something's going really well, I enjoy that, but I also don't rest on my laurels knowing that it's only going to last for a moment. And same with if there's been something that hasn't gone so well, or if I've made a mistake, it's like feeling that understanding what went wrong, but also knowing that around the corner is the next high. Awesome. Great. If someone wants to learn more about your work and what you do, what's the best way to reach out to you? connect with me on LinkedIn. You can find me on LinkedIn under Samantha Gad. Also, you can check out my work at humankind.nz. So thank you so much for having me on this today. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you, Samantha. It was great talking to you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Frontline Magic Podcast with your host, Susan Exerson. Feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn or email me at susan at frontlinemagic.org with any feedback or thoughts that you would like to share on this episode. This podcast is brought to you by Ask Nicely. Ask Nicely is your number one frontline success platform with everything your frontline teams need to delight every customer every time. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give it a five-star rating. Frontline Magic provides you with the tools, insights, and inspirational stories you need to deliver an awesome customer experience. Sign up for free and learn more at frontlinemagic.org. And thanks for making frontline work awesome.